You're listening to the Visibly Fit Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy Pett, and every week I'll give you holistic, practical solutions for everyday issues related to nutrition, healing, functional fitness, and behavior modifications. As a natural path fitness expert and wellness coach for over 20 years, my goal is to empower you to reach for greater health and to rise up to your next level of living in mind, body, and spirit. You were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. Are you with me? Then let's dive in. Hello, sweet friends. How are you? Welcome to the Visibly Fit Podcast. This is Wendy Pett, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Um, Yeah, I have a lot on my mind, and I'm hoping this will um, serve you well. This is, if you're listening, you know, live time, this is January, and a lot of people have hit the reset button uh, with their health and their well-being, maybe with their finances, maybe with their relationships. January seems to be that new year time. I mean, it is a new year, but that new year resolution, if you will, time that people decide to make changes and to step up and and make sure that this year isn't the same as last, right? And so if that is you with your health and your well-being, I had a few tech issues with my new year special. So I have actually extended it. It is all working now. And if you are looking for that solution to your health and your well-being, mind, body, spirit, emotions, then go to getvisiblyfit.com and use promo code new year, all capitals, uh, all capital letters and all as one word to receive a 50% discount on this seven week accelerator program. I'm telling you, it's life changing. We just had a cohort finish uh, and it was so exciting just to see their results, not just with the weight that they released, but in a new, uh, just a new mindset and way that they're thinking, a release of unhealthy negative emotions, uh, getting off medication, getting their blood work in a, in a way that's it's like, oh my goodness, I, I was pre-diabetic, didn't know that. And then now after just seven weeks, no longer pre-diabetic. So I'm telling you, you can change the course of your health in a short amount of time, but you have to have the right tools in place and uh, make sure you're fueling your body with the proper foods to get rid of chronic inflammation and to get those blood numbers, the, the blood work markers exactly where we want as far as uh, in a healthy range. So let's work together. We have coaching. I keep you accountable and that is a big piece of the equation. So again, go to getvisiblyfit.com, use promo code new year because we're technically still in that new year resolution mode here in January. So new year, all caps, all one word and get 50% off of the seven week um, accelerator visibly fit program. And guess what? I'm throwing in meals. That's right. Meals that are pre-made, all amazing, whole food, plant-based, SOS free. So salt, oil, and sugar free, and they will be delivered to your door at week five. So that's super exciting too. And that's thrown into this program. So take advantage of that. Go, go, go. All right. So today I am actually going to share a few things that are on my heart. I just had the privilege of speaking at an event with my friend, Dr. Ben Rawl. If you have not listened to his podcast, it is uh, amazing. It's called Designed to Heal. Check that out. I've had him on my podcast. I've been on his, but I went out to his his clinic and um, him and his team. They're doing a you know like a New Year 
resolution kind of challenge to get back on uh, track for this for this year or on track if you weren't on track. Uh, and so I went there kind of to motivate and to help kick off this uh, challenge for them. And it was just a real honor and a privilege to speak and to to share from my heart and just to be around these precious people that are really looking to level up, to take their health in that whole uh, different direction this year. So it was just a real honor. But something that's been on my mind and partly because I've been reading this um, uh, little booklet, little book, and um, actually, Whitaker House published this, which is a friend of mine, Bob Whitaker. I was like, oh, I didn't even know that this was their their publication. But anyway, looks like it was 1973. So this is a 50 year old book. Okay, it's called Let Go. And my husband has tons of these books on the bookshelf because, you know, he went to seminary and he's just got all kinds of cool um, books that I discover and I just let the Holy Spirit lead and I'll just pull one off and that's the one I'm supposed to read in that moment in time. And so I wanted to share something with you. This is, um, these are like letters, letters to different, these are, these are letters, letters to different people in different situations. And I, I want to share this with you because it's something that maybe you haven't thought of. We talk a lot about this in the new year or just in general about, you know, self confidence and self-love and 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 I've talked about this as well but I don't mean it as you know idolatry you know like self-love make sure you love yourself no it's about loving yourself through um, God's eyes and not the fleshly uh, driven eyes but we tend to get tripped up on that self-love and self-confidence and and all of that and I was actually just on a podcast talking about this recently as well and so all this is kind of bubbling up in me and I, I hope that this will bless you I just want to have a conversation about this today so this is called uh, this is letter 10 and it's the discovery and death of self. And so bear with me as I read through this. Um, it's profound in my opinion, but I'm curious how it sets on and resonates in your heart as well. So here we go. It says, yes, I am happy to have you call me your father because I certainly am and always will be. Obviously the Lord speaking, right? You only need more assurance that I love you as a father. And this assurance will come when your heart is freed from the bondage of selfish love. We are in confining quarters indeed, when we are enclosed in self, but when we emerge from that prison and enter into the immensity of God and the liberty of his children, we are truly free. So when we can get freed up of this, this self, this overconsumption of self and start shifting our focus and uh, and committing to shift that focus to him and him alone, then the self, all that goes away. It changes. It's not always a preoccupation and, um, and, and an idol in our life, if you will. But I'm going to keep reading. It says, though it sounds strange to say it, I am rejoicing that God has reduced you to a state of weakness. Your ego can neither be convinced nor forced into submission by any other means. It is always finding secret lines of supply from your own courage. It is always discovering impenetrable retreats in your own cleverness. 
It was hidden from your eyes while it fed upon the subtle poison of an apparent generosity as you constantly sacrificed yourself for others. But now God has forced it to cry aloud, to come forth into open day and display its excessive jealousy. Yikes, huh? Oh, how painful. But how beneficial these times of weakness. Have you thought about that? Times of weakness, how they can be beneficial. Yeah, they really can. So let me continue on. I digress. As long as any self-love is remaining, we are always afraid it will be revealed. I'm going to share that again. That was like a, a pow, like a bam. Um, as long as any self-love is remaining, we are always afraid it will be revealed. So think about that. When we have love of self in some capacity or another, we put on an air, like a, you know, a mask, we're, we're, we're hiding the fact that we have this self-love because deep down, we know that this flesh-driven self-love is not how God would have us operate, right? So anyway, let me continue. But God does not give us, or God does not give up as long as the least symptom of it lurks in the innermost recesses of the heart. God pursues it and by some infinitely merciful blow forces it into the open and the side of the problem then becomes the cure. How cool is that? Self-love forced into the light sees itself as it really is in all of its deformity and despair and disgrace. And in a moment, the flattering illusions of your whole selfish life are dissipated. Poof, gone, dissipated. Once you see the reality, God sets before your eyes, your idol self. You look at that spectacle and you cannot turn your eyes away, nor can you hide the sight from others. To expose self-love in this way without its mask is the most mortifying punishment that can ever be inflicted. We no longer see self as wise, prudent, polite, composed, and courageous in sacrificing itself for others. It is no longer the old self-love whose diet consists in the belief that it had need of nothing and deserved everything. Wow. How many people feel like that, right? I'm in need of nothing, but I deserve everything. It weeps from the rage that it has wept. It cannot be stilled and refuses all comfort because its poisonous character has been detected. It sees itself as foolish, rude, impudent, and is forced to look in its own frightful countenance right in the face. It says with Job, uh, Job 3.25, it says, for, for the thing I greatly feared is come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. For it is that which is feared most that will be its destruction. So what do you fear most? What are you hiding? What are you afraid that others might really see about you? So it says, we have no need that God should attack in us that which is lifeless and unresponsive. It is the living only that must die. Nothing else matters. So you see why I rejoice in your state of weakness. This is what you needed to behold a self-love defeated, sensitive, impure, and exposed for what it really is. And now all you have to do 
is to quietly look at it as it is. The moment you can do this, self will disappear. Yeah. You ask for a remedy that your problems might be cured and you do not need to be cured. You need to be slain. Quit looking for a remedy and let death come. This is the only way to deal with self, death to self. Be careful, however, of that bitter bravery that decides to accept no remedy, for this itself may become a remedy in disguise, giving a type of satisfaction and comfort to your ego. Do not seek any comfort from self-love and do not conceal this disease. Uncover everything in simplicity and holiness and then allow yourself to die. But understand that this is not done by any exertion of your own strength. When you finally see self for what it is, weakness has become your only possession. Strength is not even in the picture. And if you had any, it would only make the agony longer and more distressing. If you die from weakness and weariness, you will die more quickly and less violently. A dying life must of necessity be painful. Kindnesses are a cruelty to one who is being tortured to death. All he longs for is that one fatal blow, not food, not sustenance. In fact, if it were possible to weaken him even further and hasten his death, he would be shortening his sufferings. But we can do nothing. Only the hand that tied him down to that place of torture can deliver that fatal blow that will set him free. So do not ask for either remedies or sustenance. Do not even ask for death. To ask death is impatience. And to ask food or remedies is only to prolong the agony. So what then shall we do? Do nothing. Seek to nothing. Hold to nothing. Simply confess everything. Not as a means of getting relief, but because of humble of the humble desire to yield unto Jesus. It keeps going. I know I've read a lot there, but it was just so profound to me on so many levels. Just the way the world is currently, the way it's been for so long, the way we are wired as as human beings to focus on our own issues, our own just stuff. Like we get so inward focused instead of outward focused. And, and obviously not focused on the right focal point. And that focus is Jesus each and every time. Um, that's, that's our healer. He's our strength. He's our, he's our confidant. He's our friend. I mean, he's everything. He's our all in all. And so I think of Peter, of course, when he steps outside of the boat and he's walking on water and he's fixed on his eyes on Jesus, but then his eyes shift, right? And his gaze is no longer on Jesus. And what happens? He starts to sink. And then um, he, he regains his focus and Jesus pulls him out of the water. And so I think that that is us oftentimes. And, and in fact, I'd actually like to say that I'm inspired by Peter because I don't know, would you, you can ask yourself this question, but would you even have gotten out of the boat or would that have freaked you out to begin with? I don't know. I think Peter had a lot of faith. Of course he did. I don't think so. I know he did. He had a lot of faith. So a lot of us don't even have enough faith to step outside of the boat uh, and to even fix our gaze on Jesus. So it's a question to ask yourself as you're going into this new year. How do I want to shift? How do I want to shift my gaze off of self 
and onto the one who created me to begin with. He knows me from, he knows every hair, you know, every number of hair on, on my head. He knows my innermost being. He knows what I need. He knows my thoughts. He knows everything about me. So why wouldn't I fix my eyes on the one who created me as opposed to fixing my eyes on myself? I can do it in my own strength. And, and you know, it, we become so like self-reliant and it's defeating and it can trip us up. And I've been there myself. And I think it's just so human of us, right? Like, I got this, I got this. But we got to refocus and recommit to uh, what's really important. And what's important is that we fix our eyes on Jesus and we fix our eyes on, on running the race with great endurance. And that race is obviously this, this life that he's given us and that he gets uh, glorified in all that we do. And so it changes the way in which we do take care of our body when our when our focus is different, when we see that this life that we're living is, is truly to honor and glorify him, and it's not about glorifying and honoring ourselves, then it changes how we, you know, feel our body and, and move our body. Again, we, you know, I would hope that we'd start to begin to see it as an act of worship, as a, as a way to honor our creator. And so that's when self you die to self and and then you become alive uh, you know allowing the holy spirit to lead and it's just freedom it's freedom and i just want that so much for you and and while that may be a little heady today it's it's just on my heart because i i just think how often and again we all get tripped up on it i do too um but it's got to it's got to be a constant every day a refocus and every day recommit and it might be multiple times in a day right? Especially with the way social media is and, and um, just the world. The world is telling you uh, to have self-love. And yes, self-love, yes, but through the eyes of, of, of our Lord, right? Through the eyes of God, that's the self because we're created in his image. And so how do we, uh, you know, quote unquote, have self-love, but it's not self, it's because it's, it's God-love based basically. So maybe we shouldn't even call it self-love, but we can't love our neighbor unless we love ourselves, right? So it's it's different, but it's loving ourselves as as God loves us, not as we love us. So um, yeah, just something to think about as you are stepping into this new year and maybe with some new goals and and um, wanting a, a new year, wanting this year to unfold differently than the last. How is that going to look? Are you looking to be self-reliant and self-focused and, and ego-driven and, and just this prideful stuff? Or are you going to be dead to that and realize who you really are in Christ and walk that out with great authority and let the world see um, him and you. So that's my goal for you. I hope this inspires you. I hope again, it wasn't too heady or whatever, um, too spiritual, but it really spoke to me and I'm hoping it speaks to you. So as you go about your new year goals and the challenges that you might be taking to get a jump start in the year, I really want you to focus on why, why are you doing it? Is it just for self or is it to get into a different place spiritually with your creator, because that's the game changer that will keep you on that um, path of healthy living. It really will.
mind, body, spirit, emotions. So if you have questions or if you want to dialogue with me on this conversation, I love doing that on social media or via email or whatever. I enjoy your comments immensely. So ask away, give me a comment left and right. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm curious about your opinion. I do this podcast for you, right? It's not for me. It's well, okay. I take that back. Here we are talking about self. I'm going to be honest here. I enjoy it. Okay. I do enjoy the podcast, but I'm, I'm not here to do it for me. I'm here to hopefully give you some um, great insight about your health and your well-being through my expertise and also through the expertise of others, but also whatever the Holy Spirit drops in my heart. And so that's what I'm sharing today, that we need to let go of self and focus on Jesus. So hopefully that will propel your 2024 goals. And I am here to assist you if you are looking for a place uh, of, a, of a solution and a program that works, go to getvisiblyfit.com and use promo code NEW YEAR, all caps, all one word, and get that 50% off. All right. God bless you. And thank you for tuning into this podcast. Make sure you share this podcast with others because um, the more you share it, the more you comment, the more you rate it and review it, the more it gets seen, you know, algorithms, I don't know, technology, all that stuff, but algorithms will pick up on it and it will bring this podcast uh, further to the top so people can, can find it. So share it with your friends and your family. All right, God bless you and make it a great day and we'll catch you next time right here on Visibly Fit. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. So thank you so much for tuning in. I love spending this time with you. To learn more and get more free resources, just head on over to wendypet.com. And thank you in advance for sharing this episode and this podcast, following and subscribing, not only to this podcast, but finding me on social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. Until next week in our next podcast time together, make it a visibly fit day.